So I'm sitting here at my table in the rain in a squeaky chair. And I want to talk about where I am in life. Coming to you from the shed, it's the Shopping Your Chainsaw podcast. Where we talk about the journey of personal growth and creating happiness. I've realized I'm the definition of insanity. The whole doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome, but it's never going to happen. And I don't know if I necessarily mean that for life in general, but definitely for work. I've spent a lot of time thinking about where I am where I want to be, where things went wrong. And that's a weird thing to do. Because I think about all this. And the only thing that I know is that this is not where I want to be. I don't necessarily know where I want to go. And I definitely don't know how to get there. But I do know that I'm not going to get wherever it is doing what I'm doing now. So that's what I need to figure out, where I want to be and how to get there. I've spent a long time doing a job that I don't really get any pleasure out of. I just kind of fell into it after I got out of the Marine Corps. I've gotten out of it a couple times briefly, but somehow life always gets me back into it. So here I am now. Working 50, 60 hours a week, waking up, dreading going to work. It's not a bad place. I mean, I make pretty good money. It's pretty relaxed. My boss is all right. I don't really have any any complaints, I guess. I mean, there are. There's a lot. I mean, there's things that don't work the way they should be. And, but as far as, you know, places to work, it's not bad. The last place I worked was the same way. The owner was awesome. It was really, it was probably the best place that I've ever worked at, but I wasn't happy there either. So I changed companies. I got a pretty decent raise out of it, but at the end of the day, it's still just a job. I mean, I work 50, 60 hours a week. just feels like wasting my life away. I mean, that's where a lot of people are. And I don't want to be there anymore. I want to figure out what I need or what will make me happy. I mean, it's not, the money is not going to do it. And I never thought that it would. But, I mean, once you start making a certain amount of money, it's hard to get away from that. Go someplace different. So then you just get stuck in that for a while. And then you decide, you know what? This is not, this is not what I want. I don't like this. It's not fun. But then what? It's incredibly hard to to switch career paths in the middle of your life. I mean, even trying to get into something that was a similar field to what I do now. I couldn't even get an interview, let alone something completely different. 
So that's where I am now. And I know that I'm not the only person that feels this way. There's lots of people that go to work every day. Miserable. Other parts of their life are miserable. Yet they keep doing it. And I don't understand that. There's no reason to be angry all the time. Be miserable. I mean, you're only going to live once. You don't want to waste it not being happy the whole time. And I've realized that. And if I don't know exactly what what's going to make me excited about every day, maybe I can help some other people figure out what they want. And along the way, maybe I'll figure it out for myself. So I want this to be the beginning of that journey. I feel that there's a lot of insight that I can offer, different perspectives. I mean, I've spent a lot of time like self-analyzing, and just that's one of the hardest things is to be honest with yourself and to not blame other people to to take a look in the mirror and realize it's you you don't have you can blame people all you want but at the end of the day it's it's your life to live and you're ultimately responsible for making yourself happy. And the only way you're going to do that is to be honest with yourself and to be open to feedback and criticisms and just being self-aware. The only way you're going to grow is to be able to be honest with yourself. And that's, that's where I am. That's... I don't feel different than anybody else. I mean, we all make mistakes and we all do things that don't work out the way we want. But we can't blame other people for that stuff. No matter how easy it is to do that. I mean, scapegoats are the easiest thing. Blame somebody else. It's always the best, you know. You you never do anything wrong. But we do. Everyone does things that are wrong. Everyone makes mistakes. And now you have to get to that point where you're okay with that. And you're ready to to move on and grow from the past or stop living in the past and feeling sorry for yourself and expecting just magically one day something will change. Because it's not going to. You don't want to be old and on your deathbed. Sitting there thinking about how, oh, I wish I would have done this, or I wish I would have done that different. You only have this one chance, and that's where, that's what today is. That's that's me trying to mark that as I'm not going to do the same old thing over and over again, expecting a different result, and then looking back, wishing I would have done something different. I don't know what what that is that's going to get me there. Not yet. I don't know. But I'm going to try to move forward and figure it out as I'm going. And that's what I want to get out of this. And if I can help other people along that same journey, or even just to realize that that's what they want. They want 
to change something, then then it'll be worth it. I mean, that's why would you be stingy with happiness? It doesn't make any sense. If you could help somebody else get to a point in their life where they're happy or they're happier, then why wouldn't you? It seems like in today's world, happiness is not anywhere near as important as it should be. And that's where I am now, I guess, is I want to make it a lot more important for myself and hopefully for some other people out there that are listening. And I guess I just jumped in real quick to all the important stuff and didn't get a chance to introduce myself. My name is Alan, and this is going to be Melissa introducing herself. It's a perfect way to start it. It's just a click of the tongue. (laughs) Oh, you get the luxury of watching me talk about things. Do you want me to leave? No. Are you sure? Yes. Um, So I was thinking about why am I doing this, right? I had a really difficult time when I was thinking about my purpose. Like, how do I introduce myself? How do I tell you who I am? Um, you'll probably cut all of this out because I can't just jump into it on my own. Why are you making that face? Because I'm not going to cut this out. Okay. Anyways. Um, so when I think about, like, how did I end up where I am? So if you look from the outside, I'm 35. I've been, I've had a pretty successful career in moving up a ladder every time I change my jobs. Um, you know, I've had the luxury of managing people and getting to do a lot of things that I like doing, but, you know, I know this sounds lofty on the other side, but I just don't feel rewarded. Like I didn't set out to get into the career that I'm into. I didn't land here because I was really passionate about what I'm doing and I didn't have any clue what I wanted to do with my life, um, until I was already in the job that I was in, right? So I went to high school, and then the next year I went to college. And from the time I was really young, I was probably 12. Um, And I'm sure I was looking way too young at an Abercrombie catalog and saw, you know, like the college life and thought, okay, cool, I'm going to go to Harvard. Sounds super reasonable, I'm just going to do it and I'm going to become an attorney. So um, without really any thought into what goes into getting into Harvard Law, it's kind of a kind of a big deal. Um, so, you know, I, I didn't really think about <laughs> think about the path to get there, but that was always what I wanted to do. So I wanted to become an attorney and I wanted to practice law and I wasn't really sure you know, like what that would look like, but that was just my goal. So all the way through junior high, I mean, keep in mind when I was 12, I was beginning eighth grade. So junior high, high school, even through college, um, that was kind of my trajectory. So, uh, problem being, I don't really have, uh, the attention span to excel the way that I should in school. I think that I get things, but I just kind of like can't be bothered to check my work. I get um, 
like really intensely bored with things. So when it comes to math, I'm like, oh my God, this is the dumbest thing. I can't, I can barely hold my attention to get through this one problem. I'm certainly not going back to check it. Um, so that hindered me a little bit <laughs> from getting where I wanted to go. Um, but I went through college and I studied political science with every intention of getting into a law program. Uh, but then that just kind of dropped off after I graduated. So I ended up in you know restaurant and retail management and blah, blah. Here I am. Um, but I think as I think about where I am and what I want my next step to be, I get asked that often, whether it's by my boss or by friends or whatever it is, what do you want to do next? So I'm at a pretty comfortably challenging place in my career right now, but I'm thinking long term. Like, do I have the comfort in life that I want to have right this minute? No. Like, there's a lot of things that I'd like to do in life and the career that I'm working right this minute and how things are going doesn't really support that. Like, you know, I, if I want to build a house or, you know, have more space around me or have, you know, the free time that I want to have or be able to support, um, the type of recreational stuff I want to do, I'm not in that place. And I don't really necessarily see my career as the required piece to make me happy, but I think that I've got to do something to kind of like round out where I'm at. So I'm, you know, rewinding a little bit. I'm naturally really curious, probably to a fault. Um, I think that's where I've found the comfort in the career path that I'm currently in. I think a lot of us get into HR because we are flat out nosy bitches and we want to know what's going on. And we want to have a business reason to ask personal questions, dig into people's lives. And frankly, it's kind of fun, right? Um, but what I've found is just kind of like a lightning bulb moment. The reason it's worked so well for me is I am fascinated by the way that people's brains work, why people do what they do. Um, I probably should have studied psychology. It probably would have served me much better than a degree in government. But, um, you know, I think it it ties back to like every white girl on the planet. I'm super fascinated by true crime and, you know, just some of these psychological elements that make me really curious. And I'm driven to figure out why these people act the way that they do. And unfortunately, it generally revolves around assholes. So I'm trying to depart from that and not, not necessarily focus on people that drive me insane. Um, but when I think about the next step in my career, I read this article from the Harvard Business Review about, um, haha, didn't even think about how that would be connected. I don't frequently read the Harvard Business Review, but here we are. Um, about executive coaching and how that takes a lot of the skills that I employ right now and then spins a psychological aspect. So to be an exe- a good executive coach, you have to help people understand why they're not being as successful as they'd like to be and what deep down has created some of the patterns that create stumbling blocks for them to 
kind of get out of where they're at and make the next step, whether it's to be a CEO or to move into a C-suite position. They need to understand why they're a narcissist or, you know, why why they have low emotional intelligence. So congrats, Alan. You get to be my test subject for executive coaching. Um, but, uh, and I get to force you to speak about your feelings in a recorded fashion. Um, but I mean, I've always, I've always been super intrigued and I think that this is something that I could, could be passionate about and with a lot of work, obviously could be a really, a really cool next step. So that's how I got where I am. Next episode, we'll have a fancy outro for this. But until then, thank you for listening. And I'm just going to leave you with a short story type proverb. As a man was passing the elephants, he suddenly stopped, confused by the fact that these huge creatures were being held by only a small rope tied to their front leg. No chains, no cages. It was obvious that these elephants could at any time break away from their bonds, but for some reason... They did not. He saw a trainer nearby and asked why these animals just stood there and made no attempt to get away. Well, the trainer said, when they are very young and much smaller, we use the same size rope to tie them. And at that age, it is enough to hold them. As they grow up, they are conditioned to believe they cannot break away. They believe the rope can still hold them, so they never try to break free. The man was amazed. These animals could at any time break free from their bonds, but because they believed they couldn't, they were stuck right there where they were.